What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of the universe. Of course, that is Clarendon. Back again for episode 191. Less than 10 to get to episode 200. And with me today to get through this episode of Pace the Nation across from me, it's Tess Strike. Tess, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I don't think I introduced myself. I'm Chris Farley. <laughs> if you didn't know, if this is not, if your first episode, I'm Chris Farley. I co-host the show with Tess Strike, also with William E. Docs. Docs is not here. No. But uh, if you haven't listened to the episode, you've got a lot of catching up to do. If you haven't listened to us yet, you've got a lot of catching up to do. 190, actually, to catch up with. Don't start at the beginning. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> actually, you know, midway through, midway through, I'd say episode... 170-ish. <laughs> I think that's when Tess came in. But uh, I, I'd say, you know, that's a decent place to start. But I would definitely say you're going to miss some good content. Go back to episode 80 or so. Uh, and you can uh, get caught up with with Pace the Nation. Spread the word. Always spread the word about Pace the Nation. We are always, always uh, trying to spread the good word about our our program. We are a weekly podcast um, that uh, we've got a really good following. We really do, and it's we we mostly talk about uh, the DC road running or or just running scene, but. Uh, we're not road exclusive. No, not road exclusive and definitely not running exclusive either. No. We, t- we go on tangents any which way. Uh, I'm not sure the reason why I wanted to update people on the show, but that's how we're going to start. A little status update. Yeah, it's like ex- a little exactly. Facebook status update circa ex- 2010. Yeah, and, and yeah, ex- circa 20. Yeah, and we uh, we don't have docs here today, so uh, we, uh, we, we could go a little bit different than our normal intro. But uh, docs is off this week, hopefully back next week. I think he's like on again off again but uh we've got a big show to get to with with you and i tess we're excited to be joined today by pacers running race director lisa reeves she's going to join us in studio to talk about you know the upcoming races that we have with pacers running some races that have happened in the past uh in the past couple weeks here past couple months uh and also uh just general questions that you and I have. She's such a wealth of information. She is, yes. She's been on the show many times before. I don't think it's, Docs doesn't think it's jacket worthy yet because the five is the standard for the jacket or the sweatshirt or whatever we're going to get. And he was saying he thinks this is three or four. I, I thought it was more, I thought it was closer to five, but we'll have to ask her what the what the number of appearances she's had on Pace the Nation. So excited to have Lisa Reeves, Pacers running race director, on the program today. Uh, also on today's program, I was at the Boston Marathon last week. Were you? And yes. And I wanted to dive into some things that happened there and some race results. And you had uh, something that caught your eye as well. So we'll talk about the Boston Marathon, which is always an awesome, awesome event, weekend of events. Also on today's program, I want to uh, talk about uh, a reason, a wacky reason why you shouldn't run on the treadmill on a video that uh, I saw that was, uh, you know, it might have gone viral. I'm not sure how a video goes viral or not, but... Uh, like we need another reason I, not I, to run on a treadmill. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'll, and I'll show you this video and uh, it was making the rounds, but uh, another reason why not to run on the treadmill. We're going to talk about races with Lisa. Uh, I want to talk about the Cherry Blossom race. Uh, they had a very unfortunate incident. 
at the Cherry Blossom Road Race, and we're going to talk about that here on today's program. But before we get to do all that, um, you just came from the dentist. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> how, how was your, I mean, the dentist is everybody's least favorite appointments. I can't do teeth and I can't do fingernails. Like those are the two things on this planet that freak me out so the do most. You, do you go get your nails done at no, a... No, I don't so, want like no, anyone to touch it. Yeah. Like I want to forget they exist. Yeah, th- that is kind of weird to me. I'm, I'm kind of with you where they're really filing you down. I'm like, ah, you know. <laughs> just kind of weirds me out but the dentist is another spot where uh you've got it no and i always psych myself out like Mm -hmm. coming up to the point i'm like okay i have the dentist on thursday it's coming up i gotta prep i have to like floss but i am flossing already but i'm starting to like just psyching myself out for this appointment and it's not like i have serious dental history Mm -hmm. but oh man it just makes me nervous and i and i uh didn't help when i we, we were texting about this um you know, the time no, of the you show. Did not and I said, well, last time I was at the dentist, which was recently, I came back with uh, needing two root canals. Did they do it in the office right then and there? No. So I thought they might, but they said, your teeth are messed up. And I hadn't gone, full disclosure, and I, I can't believe we're getting into my dental <laughs> history here, but full disclosure, I hadn't gone in two years. I am a serious flosser. I'm really into flossing. So I, I was hopeful that see, you know, like that I makes have, me nervous. Like yeah, if you're really keeping up with standard care, I, I I do. I really do. I brush. I floss regularly. Flossing twice a day. Brushing multiple times a day. You floss twice a day. A lot of times. Oh I my do. god. I, I'm kind of a kind of weird about that. But anyways, it's all hereditary. My my parents had banged up teeth, and I've got banged up teeth, and so I had two root canals. But no, they didn't do them at all all at the same time. I had to go get a root canal, then go back and get another root canal. See, that's worse. I, like, I'd rather get, get them it just over with. done. And then you get the second one, then you're thinking about it. Yep. Can't do it. It wasn't a fun month for me uh, in March. But I'm, I, it's actually, my, my mouth has never felt better now. So they, they did a great job over there at uh, the Arlington Dental. Uh, docs would be upset that I'm advertising. Sponsoring yeah. with our own yes. dentist. So, I, I, so how did your appointment go? It went great. It was uneventful. I'm right. getting a new retainer. It's going to okay. be awesome. My dentist, speaking of sponsored, mm-hmm. is the dentist for like DC United and the Spirit and like the Women's National That's Soccer pretty cool. Team. Like, wow. They're a cool group. So... I guess it's not really a sponsorship, but you can find them that right. way. Well, well, did you find them that? Is that the reason why you went to them? No, I've been seeing the same people since I, not the same individual dentist, but the same group since mm-hmm. I was a wee babe. Okay, gotcha. Um, well, y- y- you don't look like you have any Novocaine in your mouth or anything like <laughs> that. So you're not having, anywhere. Yeah, so that's good. So that must mean that no cavities, no root canal. No, well, that's okay. why I texted you about the appointment. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be good to you know <laughs> speak in a normal right. manner. Right. Which I think would actually have been a great show if right. I would have been slurring my words the whole time. I think it would have been awesome. Yeah, but you're fine. So no, uh, no cavities. No, no nothing. Nice work. Okay. Are they doing it? Doing the whole watching? Some yeah, teeth? Uh, we're watching they, like eight. They, they every they always <laughs> watch teeth because they want to make sure you come back. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a it's a secret. I don't. I'm looking the at the community. X-rays and they like walk you through like see how this thing is this and I think I don't know. Yeah, I'm terrified. 
I'll well, keep going. All right. Well, um, if it is a big scam and you know that it's a big scam, tweet us at Paste Nation. Is watching teeth a real thing? Let me know. Do we have any dentists in yeah, the house? Let, let us know. Let us know. You know what? You can direct message us and you don't have to let the secret out. So we won't let it know, be known public. That if that's is a such thing. a lie. Yeah. I, well, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm crossing my fingers and I'm crossing my toes. We're pretty but, good at blabbing. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I'm glad that that turned out well. Uh, you had texted about that, so I had to cover that in the intro. I'm sure the di- audience was dying to know that. <laughs> uh, but before we bring Lisa in here, I wanted to bring up a, a, a situation that happened with the Cherry Blossom Road Race, and I want to get her feedback on oh, it as yeah. well. Uh, this year's race, uh, there was a American record set on the men's side. Um, the, the guy uh, set the American record by, I think, close to... 13 seconds or something like that. It was crazy. It was yeah. a great race. So Greg Meyer ran 46-13 in 1983, also at the Cherry Blossom 10-miler, to set the American record. And we thought the American record was broken uh, by Stanley Kimbenini. He ran 46 minutes over the 10-mile course He ran a Blossom. stellar race. Killer race, yep. And he gets the bonus, which is a $10,000 record bonus for running faster than the American record. He also got, you know, he also was acknowledged by uh, the Cherry Blossom race. I saw a USATF article. And then it comes out last week that the course was off. So the course was measured at 9.96 miles. I think it's like 80 meters off or something like that. Something pretty small, but something if you look small. at it. Yeah. So it, you know, there's, there's some people are saying whether it was uh, 13 seconds, he could have run it in 13 seconds or not, or whether that would have mattered or whether or not. It would have been pretty darn close mm-hmm. is the point. But unfortunately, there was a ton of construction downtown, as there always is. And Phil Stewart and the, the poor guys at Cherry Blossom have to deal with you know, different iterations of the course mm-hmm. every single year. It's never exactly the it's same. It's never exactly the same, you know. And so they had to remeasure, and somehow it ends up uh, at 9.96 miles um, and not quite 10 miles. So, you know, I don't know how that works, how they figured it out, how they remeasured it and, and figured it out afterwards that it was, was off. But I know there was some chatter that it was fast. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people's garments were off and all that stuff. And so maybe that's what prompted them to remeasure it. Um, but it was not an official 10-mile race. So his his American record is gone. And Greg Meyer still has the record at 46.13. Way to go, Greg. Yeah. So he hangs on to the record. Um, and Stanley um, was, was pretty good sport about it. I reached out to him on Twitter. I want to get him on the program. So, Stanley, if you're listening, I want to reach – I want to, want, to, want to talk to you. Um but it was, it was uh, you know, 240 feet short, which uh, negated the American record that he ran in 46 minutes. So that was a tough, that was a tough, tough uh, thing for the Cherry Blossom to, to deal with. I thought they handled it with class and were upfront about it. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a bad, it's a tough deal. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just, you know, some bad luck. And it's, it's, there's so many variables that go on in these races and, they just um, were just a little short. So I wanted to ask Lisa's opinion on that. Um, oh, I'm sure she'll have an opinion I'm on it. Sure she will. I, I'm, I'm sure she will have empathy for him um, because, you know, who knows when, you know, you've got to do the, 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 the last minute, uh, mm-hmm. the measurement, and it, it's, it's tough to get it right all the time. So. I think if you're a race director, this isn't like 
the number one worst possible right, scenario, right. but it's it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. So we're definitely feel for the cherry blossom. All right, let's bring in Lisa. We're going to talk about the 2019 Pacers running races. We're going to talk about the GW Parkway Classic 10 Miler, which is happening this weekend. If you're listening to the podcast as it came out on Monday, the Parkway is just six days away. Still sign up for the for the Parkway race. She's going to talk about the Parkway 2019 races. We'll talk Cherry Blossom. We'll even talk some DJ Thunder Bunny. All that next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess, we are excited to be joined in studio by Pacers Running Race Director. It's Lisa Reeves. Hello. Lisa, what's going on? How are you? What's up, yeah? Thank you for having me. What is going on? So there was a little bit of debate. How many times have you been on the program? I know you've been on the program many times. Is it, I said maybe five. I think it's four. All right, I think it is four. Doc said three or four. Um, Intern Joanna, can you check that? I want to figure out exactly how many times she's been on because we're going to try to do like a jacket or a sweatshirt. I think the sweatshirt Ooh, I think is going to be sweatshirts. Yeah, the thing. yeah, sweatshirt. A, a Pace the Nation sweatshirt for being on five times, and I think Charlie and Lisa are going to be the first to the that sweatshirt. So Charlie and Lisa need to have an episode together. Uh, that would be great. I think that, that would that. be awesome. Yeah, when we're off, maybe that's what you guys do together. Oh, sweet. Although. Charlie did try to do an episode one time and it didn't work, but I can't. He wants to come on next year and do a Division Three basketball with me <laughs> since we suffered through so <laughs> much you. UVA. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had, we're not even talking UVA this year. How about that? Or this this week's episode. Um, so this year. This year, right. Yeah, this year, uh, hardly. We're, we've talked about them most every single episode this year. Uh, so, Lisa, I apologize. Um, you know, it, you're very much prompt on time. Here we are at 6.40. We're about 25 minutes late getting to you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're not not surprised, but... Not at all. You know, I mean, there's... Here's the thing. Like, it's spring break, and my nanny is on, on spring break with her kids, which is great. But that just means that Julie and I have to juggle the kids with my mom. My mom's been super helpful. But, man, that job, my nanny's job is tough. Because I have been doing a lot of the heavy lifting with my kids. Love my kids, of course. You just don't want to care for them or spend any time. (laughs) Anyway, so that's my excuse for being a little bit late. But thank you for hanging in there. Um, I thought you were going to bring your your dog with you. I was going to bring Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. I know, but then... You can check him out on Instagram. Yes. I decided not to. Captain Scuttlebutt. How is is the dog? He's doing very well. Um, He's he's passing his tests. um, Tests? Tests, yeah. We're, We're... gonna plan on breeding him we are planning on breeding him. oh nice um, he's part of a special project yeah program there's gonna be people who are not happy about that but well i, I you got a beautiful dog i mean Thank really you. cool looking cute. dog he and he's handsome um it, it it's it's a new breed does it the breed have a name uh so he's not a new breed um the idea behind his breeding is to basically uh get back to um Creating a dog that is good in all kinds of environments around kids, other animals, um, people, all kinds of people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the breeds that are out there right now are overbred and Mm -hmm. they have a lot of behavioral issues. This is going to start a whole bunch of yeah, stuff, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to get into this. Well, it's Cap- um, but anyway, Ca- it's, Ca- it's Captain Scuttlebutt, Captain Scuttlebutt on it's, Instagram. Yep. 
Give him a follow. Yeah. I'm a big fan of having a, a dog having He's his so own cute. Instagram page. <laughs> uh, it, really good looking dog. So anyways, we do have to talk dogs every week on the show. So there's our dog quota. Uh, but let's get into what we brought you in here for. We were just okay. talking about uh, the Cherry Blossom Road Race. Man. That yeah. is that is tough. Um, what did you think when you first heard the news that it was 240 feet short? So I first got the tweet last Friday night when we were at 5K Fridays. Mm-hmm. And I think the race, our race was just getting ready to start. Oh, and man. I saw that on Twitter and my heart just broke for them. Mm-hmm. My stomach dropped and I physically felt sick. Really? For Phil. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You had that emotion. Wow. I, that emotion just flooded through me. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's anybody's worst nightmare yeah. to have that happen. Um, and it's super unfortunate. And I, you know, I feel really bad for them. So. Yeah. I mean, it is a tough thing where they've got to remeasure this course every year because of all the construction. Mm-hmm. Now, you've had to do a, a few remeasuring. I, me- I know Crystal City has gone through a number of constructions and we've gone Correct. different courses and yeah um but what's it like what what's the process how do you what, what do you do to remeasure this course it's close but it's not the exact yeah. same thing yeah so for me i mean obviously they, they had a certified course um i believe it was the the folks that were out there doing course management that misplaced oh. the cones and so missed they, the mark oh, okay, so gotcha. it was their okay it was their crew um you know, for us at Pacers, the the measures that I put into place for that sort of thing um, for our larger events like St. Pat's and Jingle and, and Parkway, I have a technical course director. Mm-hmm. Um, that person is responsible for going out and making sure that all of the mile marks are in place, that all the turnaround points are in place. Um to try and avoid that that kind of problem. And so he actually does something. So that's what he does. Keith, and that's Keith, right? Keith Dowling, yeah. 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 I'm Keith giving him a hard time. Keith, a friend of mine. <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Keith Dowling, yeah. And that, for me, as a race director, is a huge weight off my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, race morning, because I, I've known Keith for years. I trust him with my life, with my events. And I know that he's going to go out there and make sure that you know, the course is on point, that the mile marks are out there, that my crew is in position. And that's kind of the whole the whole philosophy behind having a technical course director. So it's like the trust, but verify. Right. And that, that dude knows like every single street in DC. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like every single corner and turn and pothole. And so having a guy like that is crucial. Yes. Um, So the, the, the race results were pretty much nullified at least for the, you know, for, for the uh, USATF, as the, as they were concerned, and for you know this this record, the American record that was set, um, you know it's it it's nine point nine six miles, four two hundred and forty feet short. I, I mean, did he really have to come out and say it? I mean, sh- I shouldn't say oh that, my but God. you know, yes. Wait, so, I can't even believe you said that. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm 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 putting the question out there. Would have anybody really known? Yes. Oh yeah, they knew. Yeah. They their 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 uh, their splits were off. They yeah. knew what was going on. People had people had an idea what was going on while yeah. they were they were running in the race. And you know they did the right thing by coming out immediately and addressing it and talking about it and being transparent. And that's the best you can do, right? Because here's the thing: we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. 
you're going to get thrown curveballs. There's going to be things that are completely out of your control. And, you know, the best way to, to deal with it is to get out ahead of it and yeah. let people know what's coming. And I think if you're honest and you're transparent and you're forthcoming, that people are a lot more forgiving. And they understand that, you know, I want to say, you know what happens, but I'm not going to do it because <laughs> you're going to bleep me. Right. But, you know, it does happen. So. Well, I was kind of tongue-in-cheek saying, of course, yeah, I agree. They, of course, they, they, they did the right thing by being totally honest. And from my experience, I don't know if, Tess, you've uh, I've, I've talked to any anybody who's run it, you know, everybody seemed actually pretty understanding. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there hasn't been, from what I've seen, a ton of backlash and people upset that there was the mistake made. And maybe that's just because they did get out in front of it and were so transparent. You Correct. have to handle it right yeah. at the end of the day. If you handle it right, it's going to be so much better. Yeah. You know what? Do the right thing. If that. you do the right thing, karma is always going to come back and <laughs> smile on you. That's my philosophy. I, I, you already have so much that's out of your control as a race director that you're still responsible for, that if you control and handle what you can and and you do that right, then I think people are going to be sympathetic. But one of those things that you have absolutely no control over is what happens in the sky and the weather situation. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's a great uh, way to transition into that. Let's segue into 5K Friday. 5K Friday. So this podcast is going to come out on April 22nd. We would have had our second, or I'm sorry, our third, third fi- 5K Friday, but the weather just looks awful. I think we're going to have it. Um, yeah. I'm going to knock on wood. Yep. We're going to have it. So the only thing that would, would, would happen where we didn't have it is if we got hit with some severe weather that included lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you remember Crystal City Twilighter last year. Oh, that's I right. mean, that was a deluge of rain. We were out there for 12 hours, and it was moderate to heavy rain that we were out in. And we still had the event. Um, and a lot of people came out um, more than what we thought were going to come out, and they had a good time. And people don't mind running in the rain, but they do mind running you know, in, in lightning and yes. stuff. If it's dangerous, yeah, right? If it's actually, yeah. We don't um, hold events when it's dangerous. So <laughs> right. uh, our runner safety is number one. So th- this is, it uh, looks like it's going to be uh, awful weather, 5K Friday. So how do you prepare? So what are you guys doing uh, to get ready for tomorrow night? So obviously we're monitoring the weather. I've been doing that all week. Um, and this is the time of year, given that we do have 5K Fridays every week, that I'm constantly on weather.com. I'm following Capital Weather Gang. I'm watching NOAA. Um, and Do you have the radar like up on your phone every I have every radar minute? apps. I have lightning <laughs> strike apps. I have like five different apps that I can show you that I have on my phone to follow the weather um, and just monitor it, especially, you know, race day when we're getting ready to start just to see where things are happening. Um, do you remember a few years ago? I think it was three years ago, every Friday night in Crystal City, it rained. And it's just the nature of, you know, the weather. Sometimes it smiles on you and sometimes it doesn't. And I think this year we're just getting frowned upon every week. And it's a great event. Uh, you can still, if you're listening to this on Monday, you still got one more chance to go out and run uh, the 
Crystal City 5K Friday. Uh, the final uh, event, I, I can't. It, it's going to be beautiful. It's got to be beautiful. So it can rain all it wants <laughs> from now until April 27th. Yes. And on April 28th, I am just praying that the sun is out, the wind is light, and we just have some amazing weather like we did last well, year. Well, let's talk about April 28th. It's uh, the GW Parkway Classic 10 miler and 5K mm-hmm. that's happening. Again, this year uh, on the last Sunday in April, and you can still sign up for the race, uh, runpacers.com backslash races. You can go to the landing page on Run Pacers, sign up. It's the best 10 miles in all of the D.C. area. Uh, But, yes, we're really hoping for good weather. I feel like we get some pretty good weather. I also think this is the year that we can say it's definitively the best 10 mile race <laughs> yes. without a doubt. Right, right, yes, right. but I don't listen. Yeah. You know what? You can go from champ to chump <laughs> right, in, right. in no time. So right. I'm not going to get cocky. Well, the, and this is really, I mean, I wanted to have you on to talk about the parkway. Uh, it, it looks like a very cool, awesome event this year. And maybe that's just because I feel like it's like a different brand or you guys got social media stuff going on that's just a little yeah, bit different a and of, edgy and we got a lot of fun stuff going on it's yeah. the 35th anniversary okay. um and we've taken the opportunity of doing a brand relaunch which if you go to the website um if you're looking at our instagram page if you're following us on twitter you're seeing all of the uh the new stuff that's coming out uh we have a new we have a new logo um, we've got uh, new designs that are out there. We are pushing a lot of fun stuff on Instagram. I just did a takeover the other day. Um, and we've got a few different um, partners that are taking over the Instagram page. This year, we have a new sponsor on board, which is PNC Bank. Very cool. Um, we've got Jillian Hogan Keck back as um, another sponsor this year. Custom Inc. is on board as a sponsor. So we've got a lot of cool stuff that's going to be happening. Um, the there is a uh, a cassette tape. That's a cassette tape for those of you guys. So Parkway Classic at Parkway Parkway Classic. For those of you guys who are too young to know what a cassette tape is, that actually plays music. Uh, tests. Maybe people blank, had that for the blank. first. 35 years ago. I, I had those. We used to make mixed tapes yes, all the time. I, absolutely. Tess, do you I, know what the, one I of those is? I am familiar with the cassette tape. <laughs> tape. We used to sit time. with the cassette recorder in front of the radio and wait for like the song to come on and then, then click the two buttons record. to make it record. Yes, yeah. yeah. She doesn't know what we're talking about. I do. <laughs> I know. I'm giving you a hard I time. I had little books on tape as a child. There you go. <laughs> well, you can uh, check out the Parkway Classic Spotify playlist. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on with the Parkway. Um, so PNC Bank, that's awesome. Uh, the weather's going to be beautiful. We got Jillian back. Uh, we raise a ton of money for the Boys and Girls Club. Talk a little bit about that. So the Boys and Girls Club, we do raise a lot of money for them, uh, somewhere in the area of about $25,000. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and we've done that for the last 12 years that I'm aware of since I've been on board. Right. Um, giving back to the local community. So it's Alexandria Boys and Girls Club. So this race you know, is is for the, the local community. So another cool reason to run the race. We also have on board this year Flags of Valor um, that we are, uh, we're partnering with um, and they are doing the overall, sorry, the overall plaque awards for uh, first, second, and third male and female for, for Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Those same Super flags cool. we're going to have out, yeah. Are they going to have the uh, order your time on the flag again? 
order your time you mean the um what they the were custom ones? Yeah, yeah you can still custom order those actually online I those think. are beautiful yeah. very cool all right so april 28th right is that yes. the date april 28th so what does your day look like i probably ask you this every year what does your day look like as the race director for your biggest race of the year on april 28th my final exam yep yes, every exactly. year yes. um so april 28th we are we uh myself and my guys and the setup crew are up at one o'clock in the morning and we hit the road at about two o'clock in the morning we meet up at our warehouse and we um get everybody in place and then we head out in formation and we start setting up along the parkway we're setting up in oronoco bay park um and how many vans do you have at the at the warehouse because uh, i know they've so we've got, got they've got lists of things and packing lists for every single boat uh, boat every single van and it's it is a well-oiled organized machine thank you yes. i appreciate that yes. uh, there's 16 there's 16 vehicles that we use mm-hmm. for uh course operations wow mm-hmm. and um this year also uh new for the kids stash we have a new start area which is down at the waterfront festival so it will be a point-to-point race for them as well um, versus them starting in the finish line Very area cool. and going out and back up Union Street. So so you get from the warehouse to the uh, course around 3 a.m. Correct. Um, We're setting up light towers. Um, we get up to the top at Mount Vernon. We are, again, setting up the light towers. And then uh, the bus shuttles start happening. Those are coming in at around 5.30 We've got to go out and do our, our mile marks. I do go out and do a course check um, mm-hmm. that morning as well, um, just making sure that all of the marks are in place. Uh, race Command is on site at 6 a.m. It's Keith Dowling. Yep. Uh, what else do we do? It's just round the clock. We're actually out there starting at 8 a.m. Friday. Wow. Um, so we go 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday, and then we're up 1 a.m. Sunday morning, and we're back at it. So the race starts at eight. Uh, uh-huh. After you're there for hours and hours, hours beforehand. and hours and hours and hours. Um, the buses bus everybody out to uh, Mount Vernon, run back into Ornoco Bay Park where there is a big festival, right? Yes. So tell tell us ab- about the festival. What's happening there? Super cool festival. So our finish shoot this year is sponsored by PNC Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll see representatives from them out there. We've got District Taco that is doing the breakfast tacos again. So every finisher nice. gets a breakfast taco. And then you come into the beer garden, and we've got Port City Brewery out there again. Free beer? Uh, one complimentary beer. Nice. We can't wow. say yeah. the F word. Okay. So it's gotcha, a complimentary gotcha. beverage. Yep, yep. Just for, you know, ABC laws and all that. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah. yes, I don't like complimentary to say the F word. beverage. I'm not a big, I'm not, a, I, I, I think that cursing is not, you know, the way to express yourself. So I'm I sorry meant free. for using the F word. That's what I, I meant. Free. Yeah. Yes. Lost. This joke has gone too yeah, far. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm lost on it. Yeah. So, um, and we've got, got the Joe Chioka band out again this year. Nice. Um, so they're out there playing live music. They do all live uh, covers, rock and roll. It's very family oriented. Um, we've got the whole park set up with Adirondack chairs. We've got wow. regular chairs. I know people put out blankets and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little festival. I spent more time at the Finish Line Festival last year than I did running the race, right? yeah. which was amazing it's the only race i've ever like hung out for it's hours great for hanging afterwards. out and last year we we're actually kicking people out it was like that was 11 30 <laughs> and we're like time to go i still had a beer in my hand Did i was you? yeah i yeah. well we rated it was a the good complimentary day. beverages right 
Well, make a day of it. Uh, April 28th, you can still sign up, runpacers.com. Um, you'll see all the particulars, all the information about the Parkway Classic. Um, we wanted to ask you uh, about security. Uh, that was a, a subject that Tess brought to brought up uh, in, the, in our pre-show meeting. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you have, do you have security? I'm sure you do have security at the oh, Parkway Oh, for Classic, Parkway, so. there's a lot of security. I mean, I just came from the Boston Marathon and yeah. that is just, the, you know, that, that's got it's next level yeah. of security. Well, and but, that's given the incident that happened a sure. few years ago. It's definitely on a higher lockdown than we are. But we are definitely secure. There's a lot of uh, park police out there, Alexandria police. There's other police that we don't know that are out there. Mm. Um, the course is being monitored. It's being swept. Um, so we are definitely taking security yeah. seriously. Yeah, and it, it in, like you mentioned, the Boston Marathon sort of changed everything. Is it there? Did. Is there things that uh, the different jurisdictions will ask you guys now because of the Boston Marathon? Are there other standards that you have to meet now, or is this your high standard that you This set? is our high standard, and we've been operating on it um, at this level since Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the only way anything would change to a higher level of security is if there were a credible threat. Right. Um, that were were happening at the time which we would not be made aware of until you know the day before because of the nature of security threats you know they're not just going to go out there and advertise that we know what's going on but we are in communication with the jurisdictions and we are aware um if there is or is not well a looming threat you you definitely uh i've I've run the race you know last I can't remember how many years, but you definitely give the the runners a warm fuzzy, and and you definitely feel like you're in in a real secure environment. So it's just crazy that that is something it's that, sad. that 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 mm-hmm. that the that, that's in, in road racing is is a big thing now. Yeah, it's it's a sad state that we're in right now, and that we have to have everything on lockdown as much as we do. But it's the reality of the situation, and we make it work. And I appreciate you saying that you get the warm fuzzies and yet you feel secure because we don't want to intimidate people. We don't want people to be scared or afraid. I mean, you know, anything could happen at any given time anyway, no matter where you are. And that's, that's life. So, well, it's 10 miles, the, the most beautiful 10 miles from, Mount Vernon to Ornoco Bay Park in Alexandria. You can also do the 5K. Which um, I will be doing. Yes. Oh, yay. Yeah. Be doing 5K that. that starts Bellhaven. Bell Haven and then also runs into uh, Alexandria and finishes there in Ornoco Bay Park. So the 5K starts same time. The yep. So mm-hmm. the, they both start at 8 o'clock? Yes, sir. They both start at 8 o'clock. It All means right. I get to spend more time at the Finish Line Festival nice. this year. So You're going to get a front row seat. <laughs> sign up now. Sign up now. I, I, I Trust me, it is well worth the, well worth it. Uh, my, my favorite race of the year. Sign up now, runpacers.com. Uh, Lisa and team put on an awesome, awesome event. Um, all right. So we generally, I mean, Docs generally has a number of like odd questions for Lisa, you know, goes on tangents. Yeah. But like, he's not here. So do we have to do that? Yes, we do. I wanted to ask her about, um, you know, she's Calvary, Calavera pastry, Calavera pastry. So we've talked about her pastries in the past. That's her, her Twitter. So give her a follow. Um, not, that's just nothing to do with race directing, obviously, but also, you have a DJing business on the side as well. Or do we call it's it a, a hobby? Business? It's a hobby. Yeah, it's so, not a business. So it's DJ Thunder Bunny. Yeah. Um, so has DJ Thunder Bunny been busy recently? 
DJ Thunderbunny has picked up a few more side like jobs. Yeah, does DJ Thunderbunny always refer to herself in the third person? She does because yeah. she is a different person. <laughs> um, I have a lot of different. Uh, yeah, you, you've got a lot of different personas, personas yeah. that are mm-hmm. out there. You know, there's the pirate, there's the pastry chef, there's the DJ. I feel like this is an episode of The Bachelor, but like no, that would be awesome. one character. Yes. So DJ Thunderbunny. So. What's a gig you've done recently? So the last gig I did, and I would say some of the more recent gigs that I'm doing are hip hop yoga. Mm, um, and okay. I did the last one at Fairwinds Brewery. And the majority of them are held at breweries, which is kind of cool. That um, is, that's a good spot. Yes. And I really dig the hip hop yoga, yoga. And I really dig the hip hop because I can get in touch with my inner thug your cassette right. tape and warrior. i can throw around profanities yes, and feel yeah. feel like hey yeah. nothing's out of place here and i'm not offending anybody um and it's a good time I, I don't know why recently i've just noticed these djs are just such a huge deal these like not like your your radio dj but the djs who go up and who go out to vegas and play at these what clubs. oh yeah, Planet yeah. have Where? you been living i don't on? know i don't know why i didn't realize these guys were a thing there's a whole netflix thing on right now oh, really? oh yeah that's good we turn up yeah yep loved it uh, well th- th- recently um you know this guy tragically died i think it was uh, i can't remember his name um, avici, avici. avici this, yes yeah. and that's where i was like avici, where have you i know <laughs> I, I, like, I don't not recently. <laughs> no. no. Okay. So that was maybe a year ago. That's okay. been a little while. Yeah. Really sad story of Avicii. But I started like, look at this. Look at this profession. Chris, his and, songs were on like my high school varsity warm up mix. Yep. Yeah. Like, well, I you know I didn't know that he was like uh, you know a a I didn't know an that international was like, superstar. I didn't know that was what they did. I thought a artist would you know mix up some stuff and then he would um, no. use that in their no. In like their, I saw Calvin Harris in Philly a couple of years back. He another, was great. Like yeah. Yep. Wait, what? I know. I just haven't been hip to this DJing scene. Then I started looking about how much money these guys make. And it is a thing. Are you considering well, let's a be career clear. change? I am not making yeah. money off of You're this. This is a hobby. No, yes. and I do it for friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I do it for like nonprofits and stuff. So I just help people gotcha. out. I'm not making any money. This is something for me to get my mind off of race directing. It's mm-hmm. an outlet for me, like the baking, what have you. Um, so it's it's just like a hobby that I like doing. Well, I, I love music. I didn't I didn't realize it was such a thing. I thought people would just put a playlist on an ipod and that was a thing but no it's it's like no, you got to read the crowd you, you got to read, read the crowd flow. and then you're like is is that board the mixing is that board really, is that really doing anything because it really does our, our board is really look is is for looks more than anything else <laughs> no. but it really does something my board does something okay all right well the djs i see that i started doing research on the ones that really make it wear like huge like costume heads so um nope not happening no, no. <laughs> like you, you look like a mascot thing. Yeah, yeah right i mean you've had the uh you've had the the uh what if i wear the racing... leprechaun outfit yeah DJ. i like i like a big costume head like you've had the the racing presidents out there yeah what if you stole one of their heads and mm. used that as <laughs> that's a thought yeah all right yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know who the DJs are that have those big costume heads, but they, they definitely got, got You're recognized. Like Dead Mouse, and then oh, you have right, like Daft right, right. Punk, but okay. that's not a, that's like a helmet That was situation. a helmet. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> All right. Well, you can uh, find uh, Lisa's <laughs> DJing business. Is there a social media way to, uh, to check? I think it's at 
DJ underscore Thunderbunny. All right, we will it's we also will tweet we will Insta. we will tweet that out. Um, nice to to make sure that uh, you get that brand out there as well. All right, Lisa. Well, we'll figure out. We'll get uh, Intern Joanna to check how many actual times on the show you've been. But I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you've got the Parkway coming up. You've got a lot of great races. Uh, you know, after the Parkway, I know you guys yep. are just in uh you know in the weeds with the parkway but after that after got that a whole we've got wayfarers of, half marathon yep. that's coming up in june we've got crystal city twilighter that's going to be happening in july um we are working on the reiteration of the nautical beer mile which yes. won't be happening in navy yard but i think we're going to be moving it to congressional cemetery is it going to stay in like that first beginning of august Please I say yes. I think it's moving to the 23rd or the 24th oh, Lisa, of Lisa, this has been Sorry. my birthday party for like the last couple mm. years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, let's just throw your birthday party at a different, that's a weekend that's not your birthday. No, thank yeah. you. No? no? Okay. All right. Two, two birthday parties then. Okay. I'll take that. The queen yeah. gets two birthdays. So. Oh. All right. There you yeah. go. And then, and then, of course, then you roll into the fall races. Roll back into the fall. We've got um, Clarendon, Clarendon Day. Day. Uh, we've got D.C. Cross Country, yep. the Invitational, DCXC. the High School Invitational. Boy, yep. then we yep. go into Veterans Day, Run for Remembrance, Turkey Trot, Jingle yep. All the Way. I don't want to think keep, about these keep, yet. Keep her busy all year long. I but right now, go and sign up for the Parkway. Right yes, now, you're, you're, uh, I am directing you to runpacers.com. Go sign up for the Parkway. We would appreciate that. You won't be disappointed. All right. Lisa Reeves, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. There she goes. That's Lisa Reeves. She's the race director of all the Pacers running races, including the GW Parkway Classic 10-miler that's coming up this weekend. She joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program. And thanks again to Lisa Reeves for joining us on today's program. You know, Chris, you got to get an Instagram for London. <laughs> I do have, actually do have an Instagram. You do? Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it's London and ARL. You know, we had this Instagram for London. London and ARL um, was posting a lot before the kids came, and now poor London and ARL has gone dormant. That's why you don't know <laughs> about it, because it's uh, – I got a Instagram for the kids. I got an uh, Instagram for the dog. Uh, if Docs was here, he'd be killing me. Uh, but, yes, uh, I do have London ARL. Uh, also fi- follow uh, – that dog Instagram. We're giving two dog Instagram pages. It's a out private there. account. It is. Oh man, I'll make it public. I don't. I don't know how to do it, but maybe I can. I can do that right now. But yes, um, give my dog a follow. Um, I will edit the profile right now. London is followed by Captain Scuttlebutt. Nice. Okay. All right. It's no longer a uh, private account. So Fixed. <laughs> give London and ARL a, a follow. Maybe I'll start uh, putting more content out there. Uh, with that one all right um so you can follow lisa a number of ways you can follow parkway classic we just talked a lot about the parkway classic at at parkway classic Uh, you can follow her it's calvara pastry c-a-l-a-v-e-r-a pastry p-a-s-t-r-y so give her a follow cap scuttlebutt give her a follow give uh, that dog a follow um and also of course you can follow run pacers run pacers for um all the information that's out there about the parkway um, and everything else that we do at Pacers Running. So we talked a little bit about the Boston Marathon in the interview. 
Uh, I was in Boston this past week and always one of the greatest uh, running weekends of the year. Uh, the race didn't disappoint. Uh, it was it was a really uh, great. Actually, the weather was was tough. It wasn't great. It was windy. Could it have been hard, so much worse. But it could have been so much worse, like last year. But not a lot of fast times out there. But um, still, um, awesome, inspiring event. Um, I wanted to, to mention a couple people ran. Uh, we haven't mentioned much uh, about UVA or UVA basketball. Well, no, we haven't. To, on the today's program. But Jim Ryan, uh, the president of UVA, he ran 321, Whoa. which was pretty awesome. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, uh, he is a NASCAR driver. I saw that. current NASCAR driver ran 309. Pretty ridiculous. For I think he was going for three. He was going for three hours. Yeah, and, and he I, announced it, and he was he, gone. He for could three. have gotten it on a different day. It was a it was a tough day out there. So a few inspiring local finishes as well. Uh, the top finishers, I think, locally, and Charlie Band will have a whole list of all the finishers from Boston. That's five hundred or so finishers from the area at the Boston Marathon on uh, the Run Washington website. Uh, Dustin Whitlow was maybe the top finisher. He ran two thirty pretty awesome uh mike wardian was around uh 232 or so uh pretty awesome there too and pacers employee nick reed uh 232 we had a whole bunch of staff members up yes. there this year yeah and we had kelsey katie tommy i feel like there are some more too yeah i think um those guys all ran pretty fast times and uh if if uh you are a pacers employee and we left you out that's on me I'm the list guy. Sorry about that, but it was a, it was an awesome, awesome weekend. Um, always cool to see uh, former guest Des Linden uh, run out there. She was fifth place this year after winning it last year, and you know, I mean, being top five at Boston, being top ten at Boston, finishing Boston is pretty incredible. So, props to everybody who did it. Um, the list of 500 plus will be on Charlie's website, runwashington.com. Uh, I'm sure soon. And if not, Charlie, get on it. So we also mentioned at the top that you, uh, noticed a story of a charity runner who ran the Boston marathon. So I don't think she was actually a charity runner cause okay. she ran like three Oh six or seven. So she definitely qualified outright. Wow. Um, but there's a ton of folks who do run for charity in Boston. And, mm-hmm. and it's one of the ways that if you're not someone who can qualify independently uh, based on time. Like I know for me, that time is kind of elusive. Um, You know, one of the ways you can get into those and have this experience is by contributing your time to charity as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of a side thing. Jordan Marie Daniel really caught my attention on Instagram this week because she um, finished Boston and then she posted a photo of herself both immediately after the race and then shortly after there as well. And she's running to draw attention to the missing and murdered indigenous women. Hmm. Um, and there's currently, I think the last report I read was like 500 something wow. um, women who are missing or, or presumed murdered um, with outstanding cases. And, and she's doing this job of calling attention to that. And I think, you know, I definitely heard her and, and it's something I'm going to pay more attention to. So well done, Jordan. Um, that really, you know, it's it's not the happy weekend that you hear at, right. at Boston, but it definitely makes you think. So Very I appreciated cool. that. Great story from Jordan Marie Daniel. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we've got the Parkway Classic coming up, if uh, you didn't hear, and which you uh, probably 
If you skipped did, ahead to this minute. Yeah, you, pr- you probably did here. Uh, so you can sign up for that race April 28th, uh, runpacers.com backslash races. Uh, just go to our Run Pacers website, sign up for that race today. All right, so I mentioned the wacky story of Samuel Vosch was the guy's name running on a treadmill. Uh, at any time fitness in California, this guy was running on a treadmill, minding his own business when a car comes through the window and crashes right into his treadmill, throwing him back about 15 feet and he gets off up. the treadmill, gets up, and he's got minor scrapes and bruises. He could have been dead. <laughs> I know. And we'll tweet out the video um, at Pace the Nation. Uh, it was a crazy video of somebody just minding their own business, running on a treadmill, and then a car crashing into the... So a wacky video that I had to mention. I felt like it was a Pace the Nation story, but... I mean, uh, we have had deer encounters. Uh, I yeah. guess now we have car encounters. With with the tra- yeah, it's it was it was a crazy video. At Pace the Nation, check us out. All right, Tess. So we're gonna tweet out pictures at Pace the Nation of our guests. You guys are wearing bunny ears. bunny bunny ears. <laughs> I was gonna say Easter ears, but no bunny ears. You guys are wearing bunny ears. Um, so uh, it's not because. Or maybe it was because it's DJ Thunder Bunny. I don't that know. That would have been really well planned. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, she said, "Forget your, forget your 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 costume. I don't I don't need your mascot head. Uh, I'll just wear these bunny ears." <laughs> no, it's like it was the Easter fun run in Clarendon tonight. They do an egg hunt. Yes, yeah, so that's the reason why you'll be wearing the uh, uh, the Easter egg. Yeah, I got I an egg. Nicole gave me an egg. It's got candy in it. Yes. So, I uh, hope everybody has a good Easter. Are you doing anything for Easter? Brunch. Yeah, I'm doing brunch with my with my mom as well. So, hope everybody has a great Easter Sunday. All right, great show, Tess. What a show! Episode 191 in the books. The countdown is on. We would not nine to go. Maybe it's eight to go. I don't know how that works. I know it's under ten. It's a math sure. thing. Docs yeah. isn't here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks to Lisa Reeves for joining us on the program today to talk about the Parkway Classic and race directing Parkway Classic happening this next Sunday. So check that out, runpacers.com. All right, for Test Strike, I'm Chris Farley. And for William E. Docks, who's not here, this is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.
right, this time I'm going to like save it and like email it to myself. To so, everyone we know. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get a random, if you just get a random email from me that has this, this unedited, audio file. unedited audio file.